Hello, everybody. Welcome to another takeover episode of It's Okay to Feel, a NAMI OC podcast. I'm your takeover host for today, Asha Bhattacharya. This unique takeover episode is a feature of the NAMI OC Media Masterclass, which teaches teens and young adults ages 16 through 24 the basics of podcasting and growing our social media presence. Takeover episodes feature Media Masterclass students like myself who want to start their own podcast. As I mentioned earlier, my name is Asha Bhattacharya. A little bit about me. I'm a college student. I've lived in Orange County my entire life. So I started volunteering with NAMI Orange County when I was about 15 years old and I was first diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I started as an inner own voice and ending the silence presenter. So basically through those programs, I was able to talk to people all throughout Orange County about my mental health story and what has helped me. And through that, I've been able to help end the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm very passionate about mental health. I have a YouTube channel where I post all about mental wellness content. So if you have time, you should definitely go check it out. Outside of the mental health arena, I enjoy spending time outdoors in nature. I love hanging out with my family, eating good food, hanging out with good people. That's basically the formula to make me happy. Before we proceed with the podcast, I want to go ahead and remind you all that It's Okay to Feel is for informational slash educational and or entertainment purposes only. And it's not a substitute for medical or psychiatric advice, diagnosis, or treatment. It's Okay to Feel is funded by the Orange County Healthcare Agency, Behavioral Health Services, Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder when I was 15. And my journey with mental health has been a long one, and parts of that journey have been very dark. But I'm here to talk to you today about the three most life-changing lessons that I've learned throughout my mental health journey that have truly changed and transformed my life for the better. These three lessons that I'm going to share with you all today are acceptance, the power of cultivating awareness, and the power of focusing on my thoughts. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is acceptance. So a lot of us do this, right? There's something in our lives that are wrong, something that we don't feel comfortable with, something that's scary, and we completely ignore it because it's a coping mechanism. It makes us feel better in the moment to push that thing off and reject that idea completely. But I'm here to tell you that while ignoring how you're feeling might feel good in the moment, running away from your feelings will just postpone your suffering. And I did this with my anxiety. When I was first diagnosed, I refused to believe that I had anxiety, and instead I insisted that I had some sort of physical ailment that was causing me distress. So as many of you probably know, anxiety can cause a lot of very physical somatic symptoms. So I went to the doctors and I said, there, there has to be something physically wrong with me. And all of the doctors did all of these tests and they told me, there's nothing physically wrong with you, you are experiencing anxiety. But I refused to accept that I was having anxiety. One, because I had a stigma around mental illness. But two, I did not want to believe that I had anxiety because that would mean that me accepting that I have anxiety, it, it, it would make it real. And I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with, accepting that we are not okay, 
accepting that there is something in our lives that is not going the way that we want it to suddenly makes that thing feel very, very real. And that is why we often run away from these things. So the thing that I had to do was I had to accept that I was in a dark place. And the first step in accepting is acknowledging that you are not okay. So the key to reaching the step of acceptance is to not judge yourself for feeling, which is kind of funny because that's the whole point of this podcast, which is about how it's okay to feel. So I would argue that at some point, judgment could even be evolutionarily healthy for survival, right? But when it comes to our feelings, we can't necessarily always control them. And so in order to feel better, you must first accept that you are in a bad place. Acknowledge your feelings as a fact and then do not attach any meaning to that fact. So the fact that you are not feeling okay is just a fact. It's not good. It's not bad. It is what it is. Detach the emotion to what is happening in your life. That's the key to acceptance. Now, I know it doesn't feel fun to be anxious or depressed. Trust me, I've been there. I've done that. But what happens is we put ourselves in a cycle of distress when we attach feelings of anger, frustration, pity, despair, hopelessness, and shame to what we are going through. When you can master the art of letting go of the emotional judgment that you are attaching to your pain, then you can master acceptance. And if you can master acceptance, you can begin to take control of your life. The second lesson that I've learned on my mental health journey is how important it is to cultivate awareness. By this, I mean recognizing the things that set you off to feel anxious or depressed. Now, we are cultures of habit, and I ultimately believe that that humans are a bundle of patterns, learned behaviors that we express over time. So it takes a lot of time, but you will begin to feel like you are getting your power back when you can begin to become more aware of what it is in your life that is causing you stress or anxiety or sadness over and over again. And See, it's a chain effect, right? If You can't even begin to become aware of the things that are causing you distress if you first haven't accepted that you are not okay, right? So once you've mastered that acceptance, then you move into the stage of awareness where you say, all right, I know I'm not okay. All right, I'm not judging myself. Now, what is it that's making me not okay? How can I tune into that awareness of what's causing me this emotional turmoil? And you'll begin to see that triggers are just triggers, right? Because we have a conditioned response to these things. And you'll see with time that as you become more aware, you will begin to get your power back. And you'll realize that your anxiety response, your stress response, these are all, these are just responses that your body does in, in, in habit. So cultivate that awareness. Now, the third thing that I've learned on my mental health journey, and I'm going to spend more time on this topic because this has been the most revolutionary topic for me, it's the power of focusing on your thoughts. Now, your thoughts affect your feelings, and your feelings affect your behaviors. So your thoughts, in essence, are the root of it all. Some of you might have heard of CBT, which stands for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. That is something that has been extremely helpful for me. And the root of CBT is that, in essence, if you can learn how to challenge your thoughts to be more rational, that will change your life. 
the thoughts affect the way that you feel and how you feel affects the way that you behave. So at the root of it is your thought. Now, scientists have coined about 10 to 15 key thought distortions that have been clinically proven to lead to depression and anxiety. One thought distortion that I struggle with the most is all or nothing thinking, also known as black or white thinking. So I have this tendency, right, to think I'm either perfect or I'm terrible, or I'm either super smart or I'm very dumb, or I'm either a perfect daughter or a terrible daughter, or I'm either wanted and desired or I'm not wanted at all. And the problem with this is that in this universe, no absolutes exist. Nothing in life is all or nothing. Nothing is black or white. Life exists in the gray, right? But what happens is if I go throughout my whole life thinking that life exists in all or nothing black or white categories, that's going to affect the way that I view the world around me. Whereas if I take those all or nothing glasses off and I say, okay, life does not have to fall into these all or nothing categories. That will then change the way that I live my life. And I won't think, oh, I got to be on a test that makes me stupid. No, because I know that that life isn't black or white. I'll say, oh, I got to be on a test. Okay. Think of all the other times I got an A on a test, right? It's not all or nothing. Or maybe I get into a fight with my mom if I had the all or nothing thinking, I would say, you know, I'm the worst daughter and my parents hate me. That's a very all or nothing thought. But if I learn to change that thought pattern, I can say, all right, I got in a fight with my mom. How can I fix this? I'm still a daughter that is worthy of love and I'm, I'm still a valued family member, right? So challenge your thoughts because that is really what's going to make a difference in your day-to-day life. If you want to learn more about how to manage unhealthy thoughts, I highly recommend reading Feeling Good by Dr. David Burns. This is, in my personal opinion, one of the best books that I've ever read. Uh, Dr. Burns outlines every single thought distortion, and he provides methods that you can actually follow to counteract these thoughts. I truly believe that if you can become aware of the thoughts that you are thinking and you begin to challenge those negative thought patterns— you truly can change your life. Again, I really do think that we are all creatures of habit, right? So it's it's a process. Number one, acceptance. Number two, cultivating awareness. Number three, challenging your thoughts. Once you've become aware, you can move into this, this stage where you take your power back by fighting back against those thoughts. Some of the best piece of advice that I've heard is that our emotions are always valid, always But our thoughts are not always valid. Sometimes we say a thought and just because we think something does not mean that that thought is true. So challenge it. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It should feel uncomfortable because you haven't done it before. And most new things feel very uncomfortable. But try it out and see how you feel. So the thing that has helped me a lot with challenging thoughts, and I'm going to talk about this because this is a challenging thing. I have started journaling, and journaling is a great way for me to challenge my thoughts. So I'm going to share with you some of the journaling techniques that I've utilized that can maybe help you as well. The first journaling technique that I use is gratitude. So I have a gratitude journal, and every night before I go to bed, I write down at least three things that happened that day that I'm grateful for. And this works to challenge your thoughts because we typically think in a way that is sort of focused on the areas of our lives that we are lacking in, right? So 
I don't have this and and I want this, so I'm going to move towards this. And again, that can also be helpful sometimes, right? We need to pick up areas in our lives that we aren't happy with so that we can change those things, right? But what happens is when you're constantly looking at all of the bad in your life, you begin to feel very empty and depleted. So gratitude is the complete opposite of that. Instead of thinking of what you're lacking, gratitude lets you think about all of the things that you do have in your life. And you can talk about something so simple, like, you know, today I'm grateful that I have a bed to sleep in at night, that I have a comforter that can keep me warm. I'm grateful that I have clothing that I can wear. I'm grateful that I have breakfast that I can eat when I wake up tomorrow morning. It's the simple things that we forget about, right? I'm so grateful that I have eyes so I can see the world around me. I'm grateful that I can feel the touch of a hug from somebody that I love. Those are things that we take for granted, but they're so, so, so valuable to us. And you don't need to have a lot of money to experience these things either, right? So think about that. It'll really shift your perspective and the way that you think into one of one of abundance, really. The second journaling technique that I like to utilize is something called CBT thought records. Basically what this is, is I will write down the exact situation that is causing me distress. So for example, I have anxiety, right? I will write down what the situation is that is causing me anxiety. So I'll write down, okay, my my friend didn't text me back, all right? Then I will write down the immediate negative thoughts that I have. So these negative thoughts could be, I'm not wanted. My friend doesn't want to be friends with me. I am not good enough, right? Those are the negative thoughts. Then what you do, and this is the most important part, you challenge your thoughts. So right after you write down your negative thoughts, you immediately write down What are the facts that disprove all of these negative thoughts? And it might feel uncomfortable at first because you're not used to thinking this way, but you will begin to see that there actually are facts that counteract all of your negative thoughts. So for example, the thought that the negative thought that my friend doesn't want to be friends with me anymore. A fact that counteracts that negative thought is my friend just texted me last night saying that she's so grateful to have me in her life. That is a fact. And I can think of so many other facts, right? Maybe the negative thought that I'm not desirable, all right? Well, what's a positive thought, a fact that can counteract that? Well, I like myself, right? If I like myself, then I'm at least desired by one person. That's a fact. So that's what you do. You begin to look for areas in your life where you can actually say, ah, there's a fact that actually counteracts my negative thought. Because again, your feelings are always valid. Your emotions are always valid. But your negative thoughts, there is no, there is no thing that is making your negative thought be 100% true. Your thoughts are not always valid. You can challenge them. All right, you guys, so that is all for today's episode of the podcast. Just to sum it up, today I shared with you three of the most life-changing lessons that I have learned on my mental health journey, the first of which being the power of acceptance, the second being how important it is to cultivate awareness in your life, and the third being how important it is to challenge your thought patterns. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find the show, and it helps us to share our message of mental wellness to people in our community. And if you want to hear more of It's Okay to Feel, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. That's it for today, you guys. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. 
If you want to follow up with me, you can always follow me on social media. My Instagram is Asha underscore Bhattacharya. So that's A-S-H-A underscore B-H-A-T-T-A-C-H-A-R-Y-A. And you can also follow me on my YouTube channel where I post tons of videos about personal development and mental wellness. My YouTube channel is my name, Asha Bhattacharya.